Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hello there. Welcome back. This will be for Ezekiel chapter 13. The heading reads, Ezekiel reproves false prophets, both male and female, who speak lies unto whom God hath not spoken. Verse 1, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy, and say unto them that prophesy out of their own hearts, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. In other words, they're not really prophets. They're just saying what they want. O Israel, thy prophets are like the foxes in the deserts. Ye have not gone up into the gaps or breaks in the wall, neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. They have seen vanity and lying divination, saying, The Lord the Lord saith, and the Lord hath not sent them. And they have made others to hope that they would confirm the word. Have ye not seen a vain vision, and have ye not spoken a lying divination, whereas ye say, The Lord saith it, albeit, or although I have not spoken? Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Because ye have spoken vanity, or folly, and seen lies, therefore, behold, I am against you, saith the Lord God. And mine hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and that divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people. Neither shall they be written in the writing of the house of Israel. Neither shall they enter into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord God. Because even because... They have seduced my people, saying, Peace, and there was no peace, and one built up a wall, and lo, others daubed it with untempered mortar. Say unto them, which daub it with untempered mortar, that it shall fall. There shall be an overflowing shower, and ye, O great hailstones, shall fall, and a stormy wind shall shall rend it. Lo, when the wall is fallen, shall it not be said unto you, Where is the daubing, or plaster, wherewith ye have daubed it? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I will even rend it with a stormy wind in my fury, and there shall be an overflowing uh, shower in mine anger, and great hailstones in my fury to consume it. So will I break down the wall that ye have daubed with untempered mortar, and bring it down to the ground, so that the foundation thereof shall be discovered, and it shall fall, and ye shall be consumed in the midst thereof, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath upon the wall, and upon them that have daubed it with untempered mortar, and will say unto you, The wall is no more, neither they that daubed it. To wit, the prophets of Israel, which prophesy concerning Jerusalem, and which, which see visions of peace for her, and there is no peace, saith the Lord God. Ezekiel closely parallels Jeremiah's condemnation of false prophets. It is common among the people of the world to reject the words of true prophets and accept the words of false ones. Such is the easy way of the beginning, in the beginning, for it allows people to accept only that which they want to hear. It is, however, the path to destruction. False prophets pacify and lull people into carnal security. Like the cunning foxes in the desert, they obtain their prey by subtlety. False prophets have not provided for the people a secure defense against spiritual destruction. Ezekiel compared the work of the false prophets to daubing a wall with untempered mortar. Freeman explained, Kiddo is of the opinion that references here made to cob walls, that is, walls which are made of beaten earth, rammed into molds or boxes, to give shape and consistency, and and then uh, emptied from the molds later, layer by layer on the wall where it dries as the work goes on. Such walls cannot stand the effects of the weather, and houses built on the, this principle soon crumble and decay. 
To protect them from the weather, a very fine mortar is sometimes made, which is laid thickly on the outside of the walls. When this mortar is properly mixed with lime, it answers the purpose designed, but where the lime is left out, as is often the case, the untempered mortar is no protection. Some commentators, however, translate tafel, which is our version of rendered untempered mortar, by the, by the word whitewash. They represent the idea of the text to be the figure of a wall of un- unendurable material and coated, not with cement, which might protect it, but with a mere thin covering of lime, which gives the wall a finished, durable appearance, which, it, which its real character does not warrant. Again, uh, that was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 17. Likewise, thou son of man, set thy face against the daughters of thy people, which prophesy out of their own heart, and prophesy thou against them. And say, Thus saith the Lord God, Woe to the, to the women that sow pillows to, to all armholes, or bands or coverings to all elbows, trappings for magical arts, and make kerchiefs upon the head of every statue or stature of to hunt souls. Will ye hunt the souls of my people, and will ye save the souls alive that come unto you? And will ye pollute me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread to slay the souls that should not die, and to save the souls alive that should not live by your lying by my people that hear your lies? Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against your pillows, or your bands wherewith ye trap souls. Wherefore, or wherewith ye will ye there hunt the souls to make them fly, and I will tear them from your arms and let and will let the souls go, even the souls that ye hunt, to make them fly, or to free. Your kerchiefs also will I tear and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall no, they shall be no more your, in your hand to be hunted, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Because with lies ye have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad, and strengthened the hands of the wicked, that ye should not return from his wicked ways, by promising him life. Therefore ye shall see no more vanity nor divine divinations, for I will deliver my people out of your hand, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So again, that's, uh, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.